Well, uh, many of you uh, were tuned in when we reintroduced to this audience Ivan Rahav Meir just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she and her husband Yedidya are extremely popular Israeli media personalities. They lecture widely all over the world. They reach tens of thousands through their speaking tours, writings, and broadcast. And Sivan was voted by Globes Magazine as the most popular media personality in Israel and by the Jerusalem Post as one of the 50 most influential Jews in the world. Uh, Yedidya Meir and Sivan Rahav Meir are responsible for a book called Reaching to Heaven, The Elevating Life, Stories, and Teachings of Rav Yaakov Edelstein. It's a book that was uh, done in Hebrew and now the uh, English translation has been released this week by Art Scroll. Again, the uh, book is called Reaching to Heaven, part of Art Scroll's big uh, month now with Hanukkah and the Siyam Ashas coming up. Sivan Rahav Meir, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, shalom, Nachum. Good morning. Good morning. Always great to speak to you. So the, the book in Hebrew came out how long ago? Uh, a year ago, and Baruch Hashem, it was, uh, in Hebrew, we have something called Sefer HaZahav, you know, the golden book. After selling two, uh, 20,000 copies, we get like a, you know, a, a ceremony, and uh, this Hanukkah, Bezrat Hashem, the book will be announced in Israel as, as Sefer HaZahav. So that, Baruch Hashem, that's the situation in Israel. Uh, after, after a year, it's called Sulam Yaakov in Hebrew. Well, Mazal Tov on that, and now I guess we have to uh, get it to that same standard here with the English edition. Um, Many of us have never heard of Rav Yaakov Edelstein. How did you first come into contact with him and his family? Well, he was the chief rav of Ramat Sharon, and we lived there. That's how we met, first met him. But afterwards, we saw there are really thousands and thousands of people were, you know, in touch with him. And after he passed away... We came to the Shiva, and we found ourselves sitting there and without any ability to go out. I mean, we heard so many, like, fascinating stories. So we just stayed for a week. That was the beginning of, of the journey. But I want to tell you something. This book is not, it's not about him. I mean, it, it's about us, about how can we um, improve our life uh, according to, to his legacy. I mean, it's not, not uh, you know, there's not even one miracle in this book, although we, we heard a lot, but we just didn't include them in, you know, because it's, it's, it's not the, our, our mission is not to tell how tzaddik he was, right. uh, but, but how can we, we be better, better right. normal people? Yeah, I, I think I know what you're getting at, and, and I know exactly uh, what you're saying, because I, I, I marked in the book, I marked in the book the chapter that deals with schoolos, you know, schoolos, yeah. schoolos and advice very often will will tell us uh, all we need to know about a rabbi, about a religious leader, and uh, yeah. I, I have here, you know, literally stories that you that that you told in in Hebrew and it was translated into English uh, of of um, advice that people asked him for, uh, schoolos that they were uh, you know searching for, so to speak, to improve their lives and to to change their luck. Let's put it that way, and 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 all he really did was recommend one or two minor changes in their daily behavior or in their Shabbat behavior. And that's what he felt was the key to, you know, to changing things around. And, and, exactly. P- and, people were shocked. I mean, people came to him, for example, someone who is not from Shabbat came to him and asked for, you know, a adv- tip, advice uh, to, in, with a certain problem. So he just told him, don't smoke in public right. on Shabbat. That, right. Like, that's all. Something... Right. So minor, you know, so small, but at the end of the day, it creates a huge, huge change. And all these school, by the way, we had a long discussion with the the great uh, 
translator Suri uh, Brand and the great editor Miram Zakon and also Rabbi Zlatovich, you know, the, the head of everything at uh, uh, Art School. Uh, we, we had a lot of, like, um, I, I, I'm not familiar with the American audience, you know, with the American readers. Right. We really, we, even the word schoolot, I mean, we translated it as schoolot, that's the name of the chapter. Right. I hope you, you all understand what it is. Yep. But the, <laughs> ma- the main message is, Again and again, you know, what he, he was sending people uh, to do the most basic things. You know, the best gula is Torah, Chesed, Ma'asim Tovim, Tzedakah. Now, it might be boring because we sometimes want something more, more creative. I mean, uh, tell me, give me a real gula. But the, the real school is very, very simple, you know, just uh, 100%. So, uh, that, that, that's the base. You know, I, okay, so two things. First of all, on page 125 of the book, you write as follows. No schoolos were handed out in the house on Naomi Street. Mostly Rav Edelstein spoke with those who came to him about straightforward, practical self-improvement. There were two things Rav Edelstein insisted on, according to his grandson. Kapeda and Shabbos. Kapeda means not holding a grudge. When someone's upset and angry at you, holding a grudge against you, you should not go ahead and, and, and hold anything against them. You should try your hardest to make peace and have an overture with them. Uh, in fact, he, you gave an example in the book that uh, people who were childless came to him and he wanted them to investigate if the person who set up the marriage may have felt that they weren't dealt with properly, uh, you know, in, in light of the marriage. So these these, these small little things, or at least things that th- seem like small little things, were very important to him. And as for Shabbos, you often mentioned that Shabbos is a source of blessing. And he would tell people to learn the laws of Shabbos with their children at the Shabbos table. Again, as you said, Sivan, you know, small little things that, you know, at least appear small to us, but to him, he felt they were very significant in self-improvement. Yeah, first of all, I see you read the book. Oh, yeah. You're one oh, of yeah. the first people, because it's really new. It was just uh, printed last uh, Thursday. Oh, Hashem, now it's available, by the way. Can, can I say it? You know, on Amazon, you can find him at artschool.com. Now it's everywhere, but you, you are one of the first readers, so it's exciting to, to hear you quoting everything. <laughs> um, there, are, there are hundreds of, of stories. You know, he did have, like, his tips for uh, singles, you know, of right. the team, or right. what, he did, uh, what he asked sick people to do, or when it comes to education, chinuch of teenagers and kids. He had, like... Uh, we have like hundreds of, of small, tiny stories, you know, but really the main message is never underestimate, I think, something small you do. Right. And when you, you hear it from such a huge personality, I think it, it's a lot. Uh, Sivan, is this, is this a different direction for, for you and your husband? Because, I mean, you're obviously you're known as journalists, and now this year, because of your uh, time here in the United States, I'm sure in Israel, they're depending on you to relate to them a lot about Chutzlaretz, a lot about what's happening here in the U.S. and the U.S., Jewish community, and we know, of course, you have your hashtag Parsha book that I talk about all the time. I even mentioned it last week when uh, when Gedalia Zlotowicz was here in our studio. But is this unusual that that that, that the two of you people listen to you? Oh, thank you. But is it is it is it unusual that that you went in this direction to actually publish a book about a Torah personality or somebody who had such an effect on a community? I think it completes the picture. This year we're here, me, my Yedidia. Our five kids were here. The World Mizrahi Movement sent us here for, for Shlichut. Uh, by the way, this morning, the main challenge is not lecturing to communities or writing articles. This challenge is, is the, the, this morning is, is the weather. I mean, I don't know how do you call it in, in your Fahrenheit, but in my Celsius, it's very cold. It's, it's, minus, <laughs> I mean, it's minus eight this morning, Celsius. 
Okay, so we don't have these coats you all had, and the boots and everything. I should take the kids for to Target. I mean, uh, every time we... I mean, we discover what we brought from Israel is really not enough. So basically, we, we live here dealing with the weather, but also meeting millions of our brothers and sisters here in the, in the diaspora. We visit really, uh, I think, almost 40 communities in the last three months all over North America, including Canada. I just came back from Memphis. So, yeah, this is what we do this year is really getting to know you, you know, American Jews. We find it very interesting and very important. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, this book is... It's something else. It's, it's, I think it's part of the picture because if you really want to be connected, so um, you you should be connected. I think to an Adam Gadol, you know, to right. someone who is who is a personality, a, a, a righteous person. I think it's the base for for everything today. And you so only the option we offer. And you only met him because you you moved there. You moved to that neighborhood, and that's and that's how you got to know him. Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Afterwards, we understood. I mean, right. how famous, famous he was. Just imagine his funeral, his levaya in Israel. More than 100,000 people attended the event, all streams. You saw men, women, Sephardi, Ashkenazi, uh, young, old, religious, Dati, Haredi, everyone. I mean, that, this was one of the moments I realized uh, there's a treasure here that, that we must share. I think in the atmosphere, you, I, I, I guess you read the news about what's going on in Israel, third elections in one year. So I think uh, it might help, you know, create a different image of what's, what's really going on in Israel. <laughs> yeah, that there's something else happening in Israel besides elections. <laughs> the, the <laughs> my, book... <laughs> son, my son just told me, he said, Mommy, I know we are the only democracy in the Middle East, but aren't we a little bit exaggerating? <laughs> <laughs> Too many elections, that's right. Uh, Reaching to Heaven is the name of the book. Reaching to Heaven, the Elevating Life stories and teachings of Rav Yaakov Edelstein. It's written by Yedidya Meir and Sivan Rahav Meir uh, based on the uh, original Hebrew uh, that they released last year. It's uh, brought to you by Artscroll Masora. Go to artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com. Obviously, use promo code radio. We always recommend that. Artscroll.com has it. And, of course, if you walk into any Judaica store in this area, you're going to find it. It's called Reaching to Heaven. If you never heard of Rav Yaakov Edelstein before, after these uh, few hundred pages, you will you will know him. Uh, that's uh, the experience I got from it. couple of other things, Sivan. Um, uh, we'll be there. We'll be there, Bezrat Hashem, uh, in Binyane HaOma for the Mizrahi uh, World Seum uh, that's coming up on January 2nd. The rumor is that you're going to be there that week as well. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. So, it's the longest period ever. You know, for me, outside of my, our beloved homeland, um, I really miss Israel. And the opportunity to come back, you know, for a Torah event, the big theme of the, of the Mizrahi in Binyanauma. My husband will be hosting the whole event, but we will do together, like as a couple, like a mutual um, interview, I mean, about our Slichut in English, by the way. So English speakers are invited, and it's the first time we will really talk, you know. Uh, we don't have a lot of quality time here to discuss things, so maybe there on the stage I will be able to, to hear from him and, you know, to talk about this experience of uh, three months already in the States, and, uh, you know, lecturing, meeting, talking, and, yeah, it's a good opportunity for both sides, you know, to, to hear about, about one another. And uh, I, I'd be remiss, I know you just mentioned about the, 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 ultra, the ultra-democracy in the Middle East, but is, is this Sof Bibi? Is this the end for him or not? Oh, uh, in, uh, maybe in my next book. I mean, no, nobody <laughs> here is, uh, is, wants to be a prophet because Netanyahu is stronger always, you know, more than all the commentators uh, who try to predict what's going to happen this time. I do think, I mean, you can really, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he knows. So right. nobody knows. The trial 
Hasn't started yet. Hasn't started yet. I mean, nobody. We. Yeah. It's just the beginning of the process, and he will not give up so soon. I do think the last decade in Israel was really too focused on on him. You know, I, I appreciate him as a prime minister, but we only talk about him. I I once wrote an article in Hebrew. I think you will understand it in English too. I said that the the headline of the last decade in Israel is. To Bibi or not to Bibi. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, that, that's the only thing we discuss. And uh, I think we should discuss, you know, Judaism is also important. Our Yiddish guy, heritage. We can, there are other things in the world except from Bibi, although it's important and exciting and, you know, interesting. But I really try to, this year I try to focus on other topics. Well, one thing I just learned, you had a comprehensive high school education. If you're able to say to Bibi or not to Bibi, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, um, and you know, to, to me, to me, in the era that I grew up in, Geula Cohen basically meant uh, not only a Jewish hero, which she was, uh, but also the person who was who was most vocal against Begin's Camp David Accords. Uh, as a kid, do you remember her? Uh, and and did, was was she well known to your uh, to the community you grew up in in Israel? Yeah, Geula Cohen. Just now, you know, while we're speaking, she's buried in Harazay uh, Team in Yerushalayim. A famous politician in Israel to our generation, you know, I'm 38. Right. I explained, you know, yesterday to my kids who who she was. Geula, I, I had the, really the, the privilege, you know, the, the schut of hosting her um, 90 birthday uh, three years ago. Wow. She was uh, uh, 90 and she was uh, really, you know, um, we had a whole event for her. I think uh, her legacy is much more than the politics, okay? She was, yeah, of course, in the right. Some will even say the extreme right. Right. But she has... She has so many other messages. What she said about um, about our heritage, about the you know the legacy we we all share, about the Jewish sources and how we should all be connected to them. She said every time a journalist would make her mad, you know, and upset, uh, she would, would would go and open the Tanakh, open the Bible, and read and remember the story. Here is much deeper than the last uh, you know push notification or news program. Every time, <laughs> I mean, she she had this conflict of you know the. The urgent things and the more meaningful uh, ancient things. And I think, yes, she was quite a personality, uh, one of the legends of Israel. Listen, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you in Israel, Bezrat Hashem. We're looking forward to being part of the uh, World Mizrahi event uh, January yeah. the 2nd. Uh, there's a rumor we might even uh, have some type of joint appearance there, which would be amazing. But, but oh, I'd love to do it. By the way, do you learn that for me? I mean, or you just come for the celebration? No, <laughs> we're, we're coming because we feel it's most appropriate for us to be in the center of the Jewish world in Yerushalayim for the Siyum of Dafyomi. With all beautiful, beautiful. with all the Siyumim going on around the world, we feel that that's where we belong. So... I, I hope we're I hope we're making the right decision. It feels like no, the right. you're ma- you're making the right decision. We will, by the way, be at the big Siyum here, and then New Jersey, and then fly the same night. We will we will fly to Oshalim Bezat Hashem. I heard there's a big event here too. Uh, but uh, so, okay, so here we talk over the phone. But in Yerushalayim, we'll have the opportunity to to meet. Correct. But I got I got to get you into a studio for for a long discussion. We got to compare notes on some of the amazing people you've met, and uh, and and your entire career. We'll have that opportunity, Bezrat Hashem. I thank you so. By the way, and and send best regards to Yadidya and wish him as well. Best of luck with the book. It, I, I imagine that the people at Art Scroll are being inundated with orders, and uh, <laughs> and I I could tell you everybody. I, I have read a good portion of this book already. It is very inspiring, and it really gives you the perspective of a great rabbi 
who had tremendous acumen and an unbelievable ability to give advice and to lead a community. So, Sivan, thank to, you, thank you. To I'll Dara tell you, did that while I'm speaking here, he takes care of the kids. You know, he should prepare them all to school. I'll tell him. <laughs> did he? Did he make lunch, or they have lunch at school? <laughs> no, he prepares the snacks now, and he takes care of the. It's cold. They should take coats, and we don't have uh, uh, enough layers here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, get to Target as soon as possible. And to Darabat to you. Thank you thank so much. Bye bye. Sivan Rahav Meir, the book is called Reaching to Heaven, the Elevating Life Stories and Teachings of Rav Yaakov Edelstein. Yedidya and Sivan Rahav Meir are the uh, authors, and again, it's based on the uh, Hebrew book that they wrote about Rav Edelstein, which is a bestseller. I think that's how we would translate what she was describing, right? Uh, a bestseller in, um, in Israel. And now this, no doubt, will become a bestseller here. And uh, a big uh, shout-out to uh, Rav Gedalia Zlotowicz. Um, for reaching out to um, uh, to this great couple to uh, tran- to have this book translated. And I remind you, when you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use the promo code radio. You never know. You never know what benefit you're going to get. Maybe some free shipping or an additional discount. Always use promo code radio. And, of course, the book's in, uh, available in your Judaica stores as well. And my thanks to Sivan Rahav Meir. And, yes, Gula Cohen is being laid to rest literally now. She was about to turn 94. Next week would have been her 94th birthday. Um, so I think the party that, uh, or the celebration that Sivan was talking about took place at the end of 2015. And, um, and yeah, no doubt, a real hero. And not just, and as Sivan pointed out, don't just concentrate on her politics, concentrate on her amazing life and what she did. Uh, that, that was, and all the things that she did that were dedicated to the Jewish people and to the state of Israel. So we remember Gula Cohen this morning. She's being laid to rest on Har Hazetim.